Hallelujah. So good to be back uh, online with you all again by way of the media. Thank God for the team and your prayers, your support as we pass through, notice that, these very strange times on the earth. Hallelujah. Our redemption draws nigh. The Bible says, when you see all these things come to pass, lift up your head because your redemption draws nigh. Hallelujah. Let's worship this king today. Let's bless his holy name. Hallelujah. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We lift up your name. Hallelujah. Who's worthy? Hallelujah. Who's worthy to be honored? Who's worthy to be praised? Who's worthy of all our adoration? We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, you're worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy to receive glory. Worthy to receive honor. Hallelujah. Whole earth is filled with your glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Jesus, Jesus. Mashatakama barankara makataya. Ola pasta masa brende libro sukotoko rebedeste. Ramazanda rabakara di kasoto como shunto. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Oh, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Worthy to receive glory. Worthy to receive honor. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Mashatakabarakazalabrandalabarmalayanda. Rekozora Mutara Pakadista Abashakrasta Fafatana Manda Kramazele Treste Preza Luca Sona Trendi Ora Mante di Brazide Brustu Fravanda Rabara Katima Sambra Gelme Libre Sile Boko Rosto Ene Mandoro Kosuko Rokuta Bremica La Zambra Gazile O Hallelujah Robosikere Bahara Patacasta Masa Bronto Vesepre Tequila Prosoto Coriente O mantebere tekele boso toko riteberiente, aji Christi mizo baranama kepedisto, branga mante liko zuko reke zede brutolo farma, amandra diste bresse tepe reke diko zoto crusto fenevre vevide de boro kusuto, chambra makada barakata karabaka saranta ramaya. In the name of Jesus, nemo shopoko reke sente. In the name of Jesus, Namashka Branta Balmatabra Kasala Brante. Oh, we give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name. Samarakasana Mantara Kasala Branta Labarakasanti. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Mazozo Bokuta Maseparide Baradekala Makasitiya. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Mashanta Marpala Rama Sakadanda Branda Balma Takara Sikara Kalma Takaya. Oh, you're worthy. Mazere de Borakantara Makariente. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. Praise your holy name. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Hallelujah. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 We lift up your name. Hallelujah. We lift up your name. We lift up your name. We declare that you're worthy. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 We give you praise. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your holy name. 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 We lift you up, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're worthy, 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 worthy. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worthy to receive the glory. Worthy to receive the honor. Worthy to receive the praise. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we give you thanks. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Shapatanta. Braka zika tekereke sente. Anambreste misakre tekele pokusa la branda la manja la jeste brazante. Ruko zere bere vite ke paraka zere mante ribokuro sonto. Ora makaste brosuko te brante ferfelita brazayante. Grama zala katakala shanta nikaraza mantra dabarane kabara salma nikoro kozente ela makar malakrafa la yantara gazda braka zite riko zuro kusto hala bosheke tekele prokusto korepo tekele tekelde amanda ramakariente remokoro santoro kusto hamajere bere tekelentre dikede korokuse teriente hallelujah lord maso rakina brande Grala Balma, La Prayanta Masantre Le Costo. Oh, we give you thanks, Lord. Sapana Barmala Rakasta, Shabakara Palatrala Metere Pesele Brokoto Kosende. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Anamanda Ramakasta Lazire Pelte, Limo Rokusto Crusolo Motocosto. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks for your faithfulness. We give you thanks for your loving care. We give you thanks for your oversight. The great shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you that no weapon formed against your people shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against them in condemnation, we condemn it. We cancel its works. We bring it to naught in Jesus' name. 
This honor have all the saints. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. We bind death, destruction. Every demonic thing in the name of Jesus. We bind your works in Jesus name. We stand against you. We command you to stop. To desist from all your maneuvers. In Jesus name. We resist you in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. In and through the church, we refuse your lies in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. 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 We bless you. We praise you. We worship you right now. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. We give you the glory. We give you the honor right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We lift up your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're worthy. Hallelujah. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We praise you for what you have paid for. We thank you for what you've already accomplished. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks for the good report. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We give you thanks for the good report. Hallelujah. We receive it. We receive it. It's our portion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We refuse every lying thing. We refuse every lying symptom. We refuse every demonic thing. In the name of Jesus, healing is ours. Healing belongs to us. Everything else we return to the enemy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, you're faithful. You're faithful. You watch over your word to perform it. You'll do what you said. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. We receive your benefits. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go into the Bible as we uh, consider Jesus. There in Hebrews, the second chapter, uh, at the very lower part of those verses, you have heard this before, and thank God we are reading the same Bible. Glory to God. We start from over the 14th verse, it says there, and um, I'll start with the King James reading. Praise God. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. 
and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. You see a whole line of very clear thinking here about how Jesus saw us and saw our predicament, saw our condition as Adam, our forefather, put us into a place where we became subjects or servants of the fear of death. So he did not hold on to his God characters such as omnipotence, omniscience, and all of those omni qualities where he would have just been God alone. But here he divested himself of all of that, put it aside, and then took the nature of man and sort of disguised himself so that he could be subjected to death. Because of our condition, he partook of flesh and blood. Hallelujah. Thank God that this person that we are dealing with, our Lord and Savior, has his eyes on us, is constantly thinking about us, uh, our condition, and partakes with us, goes to the very uh, lowest level to make sure that we are redeemed. Praise God. Through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. So he had to partake of death, and by doing that, he destroyed, paralyzed, brought to naught the power of the enemy, the devil, which was the power of death, and deliver them who through fear of death, the Bible says. Praise God that the fear of death has been broken. Hallelujah. And that is the chief of all fears. Jesus made sure by rising again from the dead that death does not have to dominate and the fear of death does not have to dominate anymore. Hallelujah. And that is why he did not stay in any other form or take any other nature such as angels or anything else but became like one of us, even the seed of Abraham. Praise God. He became like his own brethren so that he could show mercy, compassion, he could prayerfully watch over us. And verse 18 says, To be able to succor us or rush to our aid, to run to our aid when we are going through all kinds of tests and problems and challenges. Hallelujah. So he's perfectly qualified to rush to our aid, to come to our help, because he himself was tested, tempted, tried, in this fallen world, by all that the enemy had. And he defeated him on every count and rose from the dead victorious. Hallelujah. So I want us to ponder about the fact that no matter what you're going through, he knows what it is and he is rushing to save you. And you need to acknowledge that. You need to realize it. And you need to just say, thank you, Lord, that you have rushed to save me to you being able to come and succor me 
or rush to my aid. Hallelujah. To be more conscious of his aid than whatever is out there. Hallelujah. To make our focus more clear that there is someone who rushes to deliver us. Hallelujah. To be able to help, to bring aid, to relieve us. That is what he's up to today. So if anyone asks you, what's Jesus doing today? He's making sure I'm delivered. He's rushing to deliver me. He's succoring me because he himself went through everything that I could go through. He endured it all, yet without sin, for me so that he might be my faithful and loving and compassionate high priest. Thank you, Lord, that he could use my words, he could use my faith, he could use my prayers to bring the necessary deliverance from every captivity, from every lying thing, present tense, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So let, maybe we can hear verse 17 and 18 in Canada also. Glory to God. He's able. That's what he says. He's able. Anytime you see a place in the scripture where it says he's able to do something, you just accept that ability on your behalf. Hallelujah. Thank God that he's able and I receive that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Our response should be, I receive your ability to come out of this situation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. No matter what it looks like, I receive your ability, your aid, your power to walk away from this. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And with that in sight, you are sure that God is on your side. Hallelujah. Let's look at another verse like that. There are voices out there that would like to tell you that God has abandoned you, that you are in the throes and the hands of the enemy. That's when we have to be sure that God has never abandoned you. He became man so that he could never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. That he is presently involved directly in making sure you are completely delivered. Hallelujah. He is fitted for that by becoming the seed of Abraham or the son of man. In Hebrews, the fourth chapter also, notice verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. See that? The focus about it is that we need to notice and see and let it become real that our great high priest has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, and so hold fast to our profession or confession. Keep saying what you have to say. Hold fast to it, no matter what it looks like. Jesus has passed into the heavens to use our confession. He needs our confession. He needs us to hold fast to what we believe. He needs us to say again and again what we believe from his word. Hallelujah. That's our department. Seeing that we have a great high priest. This high priest needs our words. He needs what he has said. He needs our lips and our mouth to be able to fill our words 
with the same thing that he said. Agree with what he has said. Let it come out of our lips and hold fast to it no matter what else you hear or feel. Praise God. That is our business and he is able to deliver. He is able to rush to our aid. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 15, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So he feels everything you're feeling. He's touched with everything you're going through. And so he shares it, but he needs you to experience the word of God coming out of your lips. Praise God in the midst of that problem and circumstance. Hallelujah. Notice verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Thank God that you can have bold access for all the mercy and all the ability, all that you need from heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For giving us the great high priest, our Lord Jesus Christ, who was tempted, tested, tried in all points, like we are, yet without sin. And so we declare that your word is final authority in our life. We're not moved by what we see. We're not moved by what we feel. Your word is final authority and we are going to continue to speak it. We're going to continue to hold fast to it. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed Hallelujah. He has triumphed gloriously. He has defeated all our enemies. He gave us what was required for us from the beginning. Blessing, healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being. And he returned to our enemy, sickness, disease, curse and death. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We hold fast to it. We stand boldly before your throne and we receive the benefits in Jesus' name. So this kind of conversation, this kind of interaction must be going on between you and the great high priest. That is why these verses are telling us to come boldly towards him. Not to go away from him, but to hang around with him at this time. Praise God. We have to see that. We have to keep reading these verses. We've got to hold on to these verses right now. We've got to hold on to saying the right thing. Even though you feel all kinds of contrary things and other information is trying to seep in. Hallelujah. We have such a great high priest at the right hand of our Father God. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. The one who triumphed over death, who triumphed over hell, who defeated all our enemies once and for all. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now we use words. We keep speaking those things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's look at one more verse like that. So everything has to come from this kind of base or um, core belief system that he's on our side. He's for us, but he needs our words. He needs our faith right now. Hebrews, the seventh chapter also says, Verse 22, and after all that, we'll read some Canada. He says, By so much was Jesus made surety of a better testament. In other words, Jesus is the guarantee. Hallelujah. Jesus is the guarantee of this better covenant. Hallelujah. 
Who's your guarantee? Jesus. Hallelujah. Not anything else. Jesus is the guarantee. We have to look at the guarantee. We have to be concerned about the surety of the guarantee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus is the guarantee. Jesus is backing every word, every covenant that he has made with us. Hallelujah. Thank God that in his own blood, his life, his voice, he is the guarantee. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We need to begin to consider this guarantee. Hallelujah. We need to begin to have a certain reckless faith that he's the guarantee. That he has underwritten it. He has signed. He has guaranteed with his own life. He has guaranteed by his own integrity that he will make sure he does what he said. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this peculiar nature of his by which he could uh, be perfect and be man and God at the same time without sin was what made him so uniquely fitted. But he had to be tested, he had to be tried, he had to be tempted in all points like we are and prove that he would not fail. Thank God he proved it. And that's why he rose again from the dead. Hallelujah. Otherwise he would have stayed right there. Death has lost his power and dominion because Jesus rose again. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord, thank you Lord. 23 says, There were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. We have a permanent solution to that whole problem by giving us a unique life, a unique person, a unique priesthood, one who is not going to fall dead in the ministry there. Hallelujah. (laughs) Those priests would die very often because they were not perfect, because they had a corruptible kind of life. They were fallen. But this one, thank God, he was like the first Adam without any failure, just like that, perfect man, perfect. Hallelujah. Just like Adam was before he fell. And thank God he stood and resisted and loved the Lord and did exactly what God wanted so that he could be our priest forever. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for loving us, Lord. Thank you for looking at us and considering us all of this time. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. You are our champion. You are our hero. Hallelujah. You deserve the glory. You deserve the praise. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. We give you blessing and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, here comes the benefit of that priesthood 25. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost. Hallelujah. That come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Hallelujah. So, there again is the ability. He is able. He is able also to save them to the uttermost. Anytime, anytime you see that ability, you say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I receive from your ability right now. Hallelujah. The ability to keep me. The ability to deliver to the uttermost. To make sure I enjoy all the benefits of salvation. Healing, wholeness. Hallelujah. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Complete soundness, welfare and well-being completely. I receive your benefits right now. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I give you thanks. Can you feel the presence of this holy, faithful God? Thank you, Jesus. He is right now making intercession. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, made higher than the heavens. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for that place you have. We look to you, not to ourselves. Hallelujah. We look to you who is holy and harmless and undefiled. Thank you, Lord. We look to you, Holy One. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe we can hear uh, some verses out of Canada also. I believe uh, chapter 4, 16, or maybe from 14 to 16 also. Akashagalanu Dartivo the Devakumara Nada Yesuimba Shweshta Mahayajakanu Namagiruvadarinda Navu Madiruva Arike and Nubigi Agi Hidiona Yakandare Namagiruva Mahayajakanu Nama Nirbalava Stay and Nukuritu Anutapa Villadavanala Athanu Sarva Vishagalali Nama Hage Shodanege Guri Yadaru Paparahitanagidanu Adadarinda Navu Karune and Nuhundu Vanteu, Athana Krupe in the Samayochitavada, Sahayavu Namage Doreu Vanteu, the Irid in the Krupa Simhasana, the Badige Baruna. Glory to God. So there's an invitation to the Simhasana. Praise God. That is where we need to keep our focus. Hallelujah. And also we could read 25 of uh, Hebrews 7 and 26. Adakarana Athanutana Mulaka Devara Badige Baruvaranu Sampurna Vagi Rakshisuvadake Shaktanagidane Avari Goskara Vijnapane Maduvadake Yavagalu Badukavanagidane Glory to God. Intavane Namage Bekada Mahayajakanu Ethanu Parishudanu Kedu Mada Davanu Nishkalankanu Papigadali Serade Prateka Vagiruvatanu Akashagaliginta Unatavagi Madal Patatanu Agidane Amen. So notice that the focus of, in quote, all the character flaws has been shifted from you to him. Glory to God. Keep that thinking. That is vital for the new covenant. It's not based on your performance. It's based on the one who is representing you at the majesty on high. Praise God. Very interesting. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Notice verse 28. For the law maketh men high priests which have infirmity. So the law would actually uh, prove that they had an infirmity. They had a weakness. The law was made to prove uh, that people had failures. And therefore to look away from their performance to the sacrifice. To look at what was acceptable as a sacrifice in their place. Which was all pointing towards Jesus who was the perfect Lamb of God. Hallelujah. But people usually bypassed it. They forgot about it. They did not really understand it, except for some of them, like, of course, Abraham and David, you know, who looked away from the natural man and his performance and saw that the Lord provided the substitute, that the Lord had this amazing way of saying, all right, I hold nothing against you. I am going to put it all on this substitute, on this sacrifice.
sacrifice here. And so David would say, wow, the person whose sins are forgiven, the person whose sins are not held against him, how blessed is he. Hallelujah. See, so people like that were able to see what it was all about, that the law was not the end of it. The law was to prove that man had problems, man had failures, and out of that place, look to the substitute, look to the solution, the perfect one, the sacrifice, the priest, the person of Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wonderful. So this was done by oath, not by any other kind of uh, family tree that came from the priesthood because they all had a failure problem. There was a higher priesthood which would come from heaven itself and that was done by oath. God had to speak. God had to swear just like he does. He speaks everything. And so this priesthood also was made by speaking. He swore unto Jesus, This day I have begotten you, and that day was the day he rose again from the dead. That was the day he paid the price and actually became, in quote, the first born again person. He went, took our place, and then that day when he rose from the dead, praise God, no longer to go to hell and death anymore, God said, I have begotten you, praise God, and I set you on my holy hill. The whole 110th Psalm there uh, was spoken there as an oath. Hallelujah. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. So you can see he is a consecrated priest. Hallelujah. Though he's not from the law-based family tree, thank God, he's from a superior oath-based promise of God by which God also creates everything. Hallelujah. He's the final authority there and Jesus is the guarantee. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, how Jesus came and split everything, changed everything, brought in a happy expectation, a confident expectation that he's perfect, the sacrifice is perfect, the priesthood is perfect. Hallelujah. He's the guarantee. Everything is now turned around. You can expect good news. Hallelujah. Good things are coming your way. Good things are coming your way. Good things are coming your way. Not because of anything you have done, but because of what Jesus is, who Jesus is, and His quality. Hallelujah. In His finished work. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we read the 28th verse. For the law maketh men high priests, which have infirmity. But the word of the oath, which was since the law, maketh the Son who is consecrated forevermore. Notice the priesthood has totally changed. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Can you see that you are now being brought into a place where you have to believe what God is saying rather than any natural thing. Even your priest was spoken into office by oath. By the way, you never saw him. <laughs> you never went there. You were not there. You have to believe what God has said in his word. And that's what made you a superior uh, covenant bearer. Blessed are those who without seeing have believed. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Let's hear verse 28 also in Kannada. Oh, praise God. So let's practice looking away from our performance and let us consider Him. Hallelujah. Practice considering Jesus. The perfect one is there for you, for me today, speaking on our behalf. All we have to do is continue to say what we believe. He will handle the rest. The great high priest will handle the rest. Make sure we are delivered to the uttermost. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank God we have the man, Christ Jesus, at the right hand of majesty on high. Thank you, Lord, that you are perfect. Thank you that you are perfectly fitted to use our words, to speak on our behalf so that we are delivered to the uttermost. Thank you, Lord, that you are the guarantee. You are our guarantee, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are our guarantee. Ha, ha, ha. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Jesus is our guarantee. Jesus is our guarantee. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Ha, ha, ha. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, we receive it. We accept it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for who you are. Oh, we're so grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Forever grateful. Hallelujah. Forever grateful. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. So we have this ability to immediately look away from ourselves and to focus on heaven, to focus at the right hand of majesty on high. Praise God. To look at our great high priest, our loving Lamb of God, who saw us before time began and said, I will make sure you are delivered to the uttermost by my faithful character, by my reality, by my life. I will take care of it. You just need to say what I'm telling you to say. Hallelujah. You just need to trust what I'm telling you to trust in. Hallelujah. Thank God we have this unchanging priesthood and set up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Always there for you. Ever live it to make intercession for you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. From that basis, we continue to move forward. Hallelujah. So, having said that, let's um, maybe we can just jump off now to uh, some other verses that we can read. Last week, um, I believe it was on Sunday, we said something, you know, which we were planning on. I believe, uh, talking about some more. So let's go look at that. We'll go off to John, the third chapter. Hallelujah. John chapter 3 is the great, uh, you must be born again chapter. Remember? You must be born again. And the word for that is anothen. Glory to God. A-N-O-T-H-E-N. Anothen. Praise God. But you remember that. Nicodemus had come at night 
to ask him questions because of his, um, let's say, fear of society, but desire for truth at the same time. So this rabbi had come quietly at night and said, we know you're a teacher come from God. How can anybody do these things except God be with him? Then Jesus said some things like this very clearly. He said in verse 3 of John 3, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, which is born of the spirit is spirit. Now notice, marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. So he's beginning to say some marvelous things. Amen? Notice it is a marvelous thing. And he said, please don't be uh, you know, marveled or surprised or shocked that I said to you, you must be born again. Then he talks about wind blowing and the nature of the spirit. And verse 9 says, Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? How can these things be? So he's uh, from a purely natural place. The law and all of those things are purely natural. And now Jesus is bringing in the core belief and saying, the natural is inferior. You have to now consider that God wants to work from inside. He wants to work from the spirit realm and now everything is changing to that and you better accept it. He's like, how can these things be? Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto him, Are you a master of Israel and you do not know these things? Are you a master of Israel and you do not know these things? So they were supposed to eventually know if they were listening to the core message of God's heart, that God wanted to settle their problems. He didn't want them to be on a perpetual wheel of trying to perform and fail and perform and fail and perform and fail. He wanted to change the basic problem, which was a spiritual problem. He wanted to produce a new creature. Hallelujah. So this great man, Nicodemus did not know it, even though he was a master of Israel. Praise God. That's why people still don't understand when you say, I'm born again. What kind of Christian are you? I'm born again. What's that? (laughs) They've only seen outside. They're only focusing on external things. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, don't you know that God has always wanted to settle the problem from the beginning, which was a new nature? Hallelujah. He wanted you from above, from the heavenly, the holy place, so that you could have access to all that heaven has. Praise God. To have heaven on earth. To enjoy heaven. To enjoy good news in a fallen world. Hallelujah. Amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, notice here, we speak that which we do know and testify that we have seen And you receive not our witness. Hmm. Jesus is talking heavy here now. He said, I know what I'm talking about. I saw it. I'm telling you. And you should receive my witness. My testimony. If I have told you earthly things, verse 12, 
and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? See, he's trying his best to see if this guy can understand what he's saying. He's comparing it with, you know, entering the womb the second time and all that. Then he said, no, I'm not talking about flesh. I'm talking about your actual nature, your spirit nature. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe if I tell you heavenly things. He has more stuff to say. That means you and I, 2,000 years later, should be more aware of the heavenly, the spirit realm. Hallelujah. And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, verse 13, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. He said, nobody can tell you about heaven, but the one who came from heaven. <laughs> He's saying, that's where I come from. That, that's, that's where I am, man. I'm from heaven. You have no clue what I'm talking about because you're so natural. Amen. If you can listen to me, you will know even more. Hallelujah. Then he parks on verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the servant, the, I mean the serpent, in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And whosoever, or that whosoever believeth in him, should not perish, but have eternal life. Wow. For God so loved the world. He introduces something that they never figured out. God so loved the world, not just even the Jews, but everybody. The world, haha, <laughs> that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, or the God kind of life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he believeth not in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Hallelujah. Notice how it has transferred to the name now. He's saying the life and the name are the same person, are the same thing. Jesus, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Hmm. I love it. You know, it's very profound. It's it's so common in quote to some of us, but it's so profound at the same time. Let's read a line or two if we can. Uh, verse 14 and then verse 3, or maybe verse 3 and then verse 14 in Canada. Yesu Pratyuttaravagi Avanige, Nanu Ninage Nijanijavagi Hirutene, Obbanu Tirigi Huttadidare Avanu Devara Rajavanu Nodalaranu Andanu. So he, please. Idalla de Moshe, Aranya Dali, Satpavanu, Yetida Hage, Manusha Kumaranu Sahayatal Padatakadu. He reaches forth into their history and he talks about Moses and something Moses did. And then he compares it directly to himself and says, That's how I must be lifted up. And I came from heaven and I'm telling you heavenly things, spirit realities. You have to look away from the natural and consider very plainly this comparison he's bringing up. That whosoever believeth in him, verse 15, should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave 
his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Wow. So there he is. He's saying that if you could just believe in my name. If you could just consider this. That they had this serpent. And that they just looked at it. And if they looked at it. Not themselves. If they looked at that thing. That serpent there. Whoever looked upon it would live. It's amazing. And he made it as a strong reference to the whole salvation plan and the heart of God concerning the whole world. Praise God. And the transfer of the life of God to man. Wow. Praise God. Very, very interesting. Maybe we can hear 15 and 16 also in Kannada. ಹೀಗೆ ಆತನನ್ನು ನಂಬುವ ಯಾವನಾದರೂ ನಾಶವಾಗದೆ ನಿತ್ಯ ಜೀವವನ್ನು ಪಡೆದಿರುವನು ದೇವರು ಲೋಕವನ್ನು ಎಷ್ಟೋ ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಮಾಡಿ ತನ್ನ ಒಬ್ಬನೇ ಮಗನನ್ನು ಕೊಟ್ಟನು ಆತನನ್ನು ನಂಬುವ ಯಾವನಾದರೂ ನಾಶವಾಗದೆ ನಿತ್ಯ ಜೀವವನ್ನು ಪಡೆದವನಾಗಿರುವನು the whole story that actually happened there the bible declares in 21 and 2 israel vowed a vow unto the lord and said if you will indeed deliver this people into my hand and i will utterly destroy their cities the lord hearkened to the voice of israel delivered up the canaanites they utterly destroyed them their cities and he called the name of the place horma not hormavu but just horma <laughs> And they journeyed from Mount Hor. See why it was called Horma? From Mount Hor to the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. Soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. So here is a rebellious people, a people who have soul problems like everybody else. You know, thank God for a God who understands that they can be discouraged, disappointed by all of these things. They were much discouraged because of the way. Hmm. Verse 5. And the people spake against God and against Moses. That's their problem. They, they, they will speak. Their mouth just starts to go here and there. You know, speak against God. Speak against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For... There is no bread, neither is there any water. Our soul loathes this light bread. You know, all of the complaints about some things in the natural. And they do not have any restraint. They just open their mouth and start saying things. And verse 6 says, the Lord sent fiery serpents. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Anytime you see verses like that, you know, it makes you scratch your head. The Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people. Much people of Israel died. Well, hallelujah. This was back in that time. The problem was people were just talking anyhow against God and against Moses. Well, people have not changed. They still talk anyhow. And they say whatever they want to, you know, and uh, all that is fine. God is merciful. Uh, Jesus went to the cross, paid the price and so on. So God is not angry with them. He has emptied his anger on Jesus. 
Thank God for that. However, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. And so through the cycle of nature and laws of nature and so on, man has reached a place where um, reckoning has come. You know, things are happening. The Bible calls them birth pangs, sorrows that have come upon the earth, and they will continue to increase till Jesus comes and a new uh, reign begins, a new dispensation begins, where Jesus is going to sit in Jerusalem and rule. This is what it's all about. The earth is crying for deliverance from its fallen state. It wants Jesus to rule, the curse to be reversed, for prosperity to break out in every area. The hills, the mountains will clap their hands. All of that beautiful splendor that we are supposed to be enjoying, the earth is crying for it, groaning for it. Hallelujah. And so all these things that you see coming upon the earth, one after the other, earthquakes and earthquakes and tremors. My wife does an earthquake test and checks. You know, she's constantly looking for the latest earthquake. And we found out that even last night there was an earthquake in Assam. And Japan had multiple earthquakes. And there's something called jackhammer earthquakes where the earthquakes are, you know, happening like on top of the other. Eight Richter, eight Richter, eight Richter, like three, four times. That's like a jackhammer. Why, why? And thousands of them are happening all across the earth. Japan has been rocking through them. Why? Because God said this thing has to close. This system, this age has to end and we are at the very end of that age. These are called last days. For us, the book of Timothy tells us they are fierce days, fierce times. Wicked, demonic and animalistic times where people's characters will be basically proud and selfish and just thinking about themselves. So whatever you're seeing out there is a result of people who have cooperated with demonic thinking and have allowed things to go out of hand. They are not bothered about anybody else. They're looking for dominion, destruction and death by any means. It's funny, but that's how it is. Praise God. And in the middle of all that, you and I, who are aware of these things, and the whole natural realm out there are called to look up, to consider our redemption is drawing near, to be, become more and more conscious of heavenly things than natural things. Praise God. We look not at the things which are seen, for the things which are seen are temporal or subject to change. All these things are going to change. Hallelujah. And you'll wonder if it ever happened. It's going to be like a dream one of these days. So anyway, the result was fiery serpents among the people, biting, and much people of Israel died. People were dying. Hallelujah. Imagine that. Snakes biting, people dying. Verse 7. Then the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. That's all you need. Okay, I messed up. Hallelujah. We have sinned. We have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. Moses prayed for the people. So here you have this ability for Moses to pray. Moses to stand there and talk to God on behalf of the people. 
And the Lord said, of course, God is, you know, a very wise God. He does not just talk anyhow. Okay, let's do this. Ah, okay, let's do that. If he says, let's do this, it must be something that is going to be eternal, that's going to always be drawn on, that must have in it a wisdom and a message that is going to transcend time and space. Hallelujah. And the Lord said unto Moses, make thee a fiery serpent. Another word for fiery would be brazen or bronze serpent, brass serpent. Set it upon a pole and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, notice they are bitten, when he looketh upon them, upon it, shall live. This guy is bitten, so death is definitely coming. Hallelujah. That according to the process of what has been happening, they get bitten and they were dying. People were just dying. So they are bitten, they are dying, and then all they had to do was follow the instruction of that hanging of the brazen um, serpent there by Moses and then just look at it and you will live. Wow. Moses made a serpent of brass, verse 9, and put it upon a pole and it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Praise God. And now Jesus comes many, many years later, centuries later, and tells them to this very, you know, very priestly man and very honorable man, a master of Israel, he says, you need to remember that as Moses had to hang that brazen serpent up there, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hung upon that cross. Hallelujah. And that whoever believes in him, in him, not in themselves or their ability, see, salvation is purely God. You just believe in it. Just like they looked on that serpent, they just looked, bang, they were healed immediately. Isn't that interesting? That if they believed, whosoever looked and believed that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died for them, that he hung there for them, eternal life was theirs. They would live. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. So why wasn't he hung there as a little baby lamb. Why as a serpent? Praise God. He should have just been a lamb hanging there, right? A baby, sweet, cuddly lamb because he is the lamb of God. Yes, he is. But he chose this figure to clearly explain something that, you know, we need to keep looking at again and again, which is the fact of Second Corinthians. Let's go there. 2 Corinthians. Maybe we should read something in Canada also. Let's hear Numbers 21. And um, maybe pick out verse 7 and 8. Hallelujah. 
ಆಗ ಕರ್ತನು ಮೋಶೆಗೆ ಹಿತ್ತಾಳೆಯಿಂದ ಊರಿ ಸರ್ಪದ ಆಕಾರದಲ್ಲಿ ಒಂದನ್ನು ಮಾಡಿಸಿಕೊಂಡು ಕಂಬದ ಮೇಲೆ ಇಡು ಆಗ ಕಚ್ಚಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವರೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಅದರ ಮೇಲೆ ದೃಷ್ಟಿ ಇಟ್ಟರೆ ಬದುಕುವರು ಅಂದನು He's a good God. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let's observe verse 21. That's why we've been reading it. Don't ever get tired of reading that scripture. Get used to it. Get used to it. Hallelujah. Notice there what it says. He says, For he has made him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? that we might be made the righteousness of God in him hallelujah in other words he became sin the the serpent's own nature the one that actually put that nature of sin on adam was the serpent that evil one hallelujah and jesus took all of that and became the very nature of the serpent that sin nature himself and hung there just like Moses hung the serpent hallelujah you have to consider that it's nothing you did or i did that made that arrangement it was god doing it completely he became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of god in him god did that in that great powerful exchange by hanging there on our behalf and you and I were simply called to believe it to consider it and say i believe jesus the son of god he took away my curse he took away my sin he took away that nature and gave me the very righteousness of god thank you thank you thank you i'm a believer hallelujah i live hallelujah I live I will live and not die and declare the wonderful works of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Not anything we did, but what God completely authored and accomplished and finished 2000 years ago. And you and I came on the scene in 2021 and we consider and we just look at it and say I believe it. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus did it for me. Jesus became sin for me. Jesus became the curse for me. Jesus became the devil's nature of death, destruction. All the evil that you're seeing there to steal, to kill and to destroy, he became that for me so that I could simply receive life, life more abundantly to the full, eternal life, everlasting life. the life of god would be my portion i would be right before god as right as jesus himself was because he himself committed no sin he was spotless the lamb of god perfect harmless undefiled he gave me that same nature in him hallelujah praise the lord jesus i stand here as the very righteousness of god in him in christ jesus Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, notice how we're taken straight away from the natural realm 
into the spirit realm where God settled it in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. So why do we keep looking back into the natural? Don't. The natural is not the final. The natural is not where you came from. You came from heaven. That is more real to you than anything else. Hallelujah. We have to look away. Notice he said, you look, you live. So you look away from all of this and look at the one hanging on the cross. Why he was hanging there, it was the failure and the sin and the sickness that the enemy brought that took him there and he hung there and paid for it. Thank you, Jesus. It's over. Hallelujah. Forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is a done deal. Just like the righteousness that you have, it is settled. So you are not, you see, when you confess your sins, you are not a sinner who is confessing sins. You are the righteousness of God who is confessing a mistake that he made. His nature is righteousness. He is therefore refusing the sin. Hallelujah. By confessing it, he's saying, I don't want it. And you will take it away. You will cleanse me of it. And I'm coming to you. I confess to you. I have sinned. Etc. Etc. And he says, I am faithful. I am just. I am righteous. I am faithful. That's my character. I am righteous. That's my character. I am just. That's my character. To cleanse you now of all unrighteousness so that you are restored to your full holy boldness to say, I am just as if I never sinned. You see? Because he knows that this thing is so powerful that it can affect you. It can mess with you. Hallelujah. So, same thing with healing. You are not a sick person trying to get healed. Hallelujah. When he went to that cross, your sickness was taken away and your healing was purchased. Your purchased healing was given to you the minute you accepted Jesus on the same cross, the same tree. So you were healed 2,000 years ago, but just like you have made a mistake and sinned, when you confess it, it is washed away from you, taken away from you, cleansed off of you. The same way, you are the healed person refusing the symptoms that are trying to hang on you. Hallelujah. Trying to worm their way by some kind of information problem or distraction that you are not looking where you ought to look and you are almost taking it. I feel like this. If I feel like this, then it must be true. No. If you feel it, it's not true. That's not how it started. That's not the way it began. You didn't feel, you didn't see, you accepted what Jesus did for you. How can you go back to feeling now? I don't care what you feel. They are real in quote feelings, but they are lies compared to what Jesus is saying. Hallelujah. The righteousness of God is you. Whether you feel or not, you are the righteousness of God. (laughs) Just as righteous as God is, God exchanged places with you and said, this boy has now become my very righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. If I'm righteous, then I'm healed the same way. If I'm righteous, then I'm blessed the same way. Because it was the same cross. Thank you, Jesus. Notice, 
Back then, he was pointing back at what he was going to do. The son of man is going to hang like this. Come, consider. Nicodemus must have bashed his head a little bit. Praise God, but not you and I. Amen. It has come to us. Whatever they were struggling with has become a, a reality that is like, yes, completely reasonable. I accept it. To you and me, this is reasonable. What kind of mind have we got now? The mind of the Christ. We don't think natural anymore. See, but the natural is trying to pin on us certain things. Trying to hang things and saying, don't you feel this? Don't you feel that? How is that right now? (laughs) You got it. And you say, got what? What are you trying to tell me? I refuse your lies. You're a liar. I rebuke the lie in Jesus' name. I curse your works in Jesus' name. Back to the sender in Jesus' name. And focus on Jesus. That is what he has been telling us from the beginning. And we keep hearing because as we are hearing and hearing, it is rising within us. Faith comes by hearing and hearing Confidence comes by hearing. You need confidence now. You need a surety. You need guarantee now. This is the time where you must hear and hear and hear till you're so confident, you're so guaranteed because you see, fear poisons you. Fear is from the devil. It's called the spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. The more you hear about the works of destruction and death that are being wrought, the more the fear is trying to latch and get a hold. And then he says, now how do you feel? (laughs) And you say, who said anything about feelings? Who's bothered about feelings? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I'm the healed of the Lord. I have the life of God. The life that propels the universe. That is what is inside me. The life that God has. His life is my life. Praise God. Can you see that we have to maintain that? Hold fast. He said, please, my brother, my son, my beloved, hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering. He is faithful that has promised. Amen. So, you know, in... In, in summary, you and I just have to keep on getting our hearts and our minds filled with this reality, saying it so that we can say it again and say it again and say it again because we, we were created to have what we say. We were created to have what we say. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's, let's see if we can do a little bit more. We have a couple of minutes. Let's go down the, the line to Mark, the fourth chapter. I want you to see how our master behaved. Hmm. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo, glory, glory, glory. Mark, the fourth chapter, and then observe... The 17th verse. And have no root in themselves. And so endure but for a time. 
Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. See, he talked about how the word of God was like seed and cultivation. And that there's going to be some afflictions, notice that, and persecutions which arise because of the word's sake. See, the biggest form of warfare is what you speak from your mouth in the word of God. It's called the sword of the spirit. So I would say that the greatest warfare I'm engaged in is preaching that message, putting it out there in the midst of all those lies. When you keep speaking the word of God, the sword of the spirit is being employed. Hallelujah. All the lies out there are being separated, are being severed off. Thy word is truth. Hallelujah. His truth is my shield, my buckler. Thy word is truth. His truth is your shield and your buckler, which is another kind of shield. It is the shield. It's your defense. It's your fortress. It is the shadow, the hiding place of the Most High. There shall no evil befall you. No plague come near your dwelling place. God has guaranteed that. Because you are in the secret place of the Most High. What is the secret place? The place of believing. You're a believer. You have believed certain things. It is a secret thing. You haven't done anything. You have believed. Those of us who have believed have entered into the place where eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Where God has spoken things and you have accepted it. God knows it is a secret place. Hallelujah. That is where you are. You are the faith person and that is your hiding place. And that is where no evil shall befall you. No plague shall come near your dwelling place. He will show you his salvation. He will show you every aspect of length of days, riches and honor. He will prove to you that Jesus paid the price. But you and I have to hold on to that. Did you notice that's the requirement that you just have to say it? You have to look away from the natural and keep saying these things, holding fast to them. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's the guarantee. So because of this word, there arises affliction. You see, uh, if you are here, it means more trouble for the devil. He's not bothered about unbelievers because they don't believe. Hallelujah. But you and I are the problem. We have the sword of the spirit. We know the truth. We know that we are separated from all of these things. That we are kept as the apple of his eye. That we are his people called by his name. That Jesus has actually paid the full price. (laughs) Because of that truth, persecution and affliction arises. And then you stay around and stand a bit. But then... When you get bugged because you felt some symptom, you get offended. And then you resort to other things. Natural things. No, we must hold fast to what we believe in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. I think I should do something before coming back here. We'll be back in uh, Mark 4. Let's go look at something that um, should settle a thing or two also. 1 Timothy 2, 
observe the familiar line in our prayer. You know, I will that you must pray. Praise God, he said, lifting up holy hands for godly, honest, peaceful, quiet lives, etc. Who will have all men to be saved, verse 4 says, come to the knowledge of the truth. There is one God, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Notice this is the, the fact that is being pushed again and again. Who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time? It has to be testified that ransom has been paid. Ransom. Ransom has been paid. Hallelujah. The ransom. What is the ransom? You know, you may have heard about the ransom in, you know, movies and terrorist stuff and kidnaps and all of that. Nigeria is going through a lot of kidnapping right now. That nation was so prosperous that everybody in school got everything free. Everything was free. But today people have to kidnap others for ransom, for, for money. Praise God. Have you heard of Heineken beer? Freddie Heineken uh, was kidnapped some time ago and it was billed as one of the most expensive kidnaps with the highest ransom back then. Freddie Heineken, you know, from the Netherlands. You've heard of the Heineken Beer Company. And it's documented. You can Google it. You will notice that. That was a very, very expensive, I think it was like 35 million ransom. Uh, pretty high. And um, well, praise God. And eventually the man was set free. But sometimes they would take the ransom money and they won't let the guy go free. They will even kill them. How many of you know that that's very devilish? The whole matter is devilish. And the devil sometimes would take people, kidnap them, you know, and then kill them also. And let, let nobody know that the ransom was paid. These are all his tricks. But the highest ransom ever paid was Jesus. God's own blood, God's own son, pure, holy, who came from heaven was offered as a ransom because that was what our value was. That was the price of our redemption. Redemption, ransom, those words go together. You see, if I gave my watch to a pawnbroker, I could not get back my watch unless I paid him the value of that watch, which was in those days about 20,000 rupees some years ago. But once I pay him the 20,000 with whatever interest or whatever was there, I am free to take my watch back. That's it, because the ransom has been paid. I can now redeem my property by paying the ransom. Hallelujah. Notice, Jesus paid the ransom in full. Paid completely, hung there. Became sin, became the serpent, became all the nature of the devil. Paid in full. He said, Master of Israel, I want you to notice that. Ransom paid. So what must happen? Once the ransom is paid, the captives must be let go, right? But guess who doesn't want to let go? You guessed it. That's just like him, the devil. He wants to shut you up and put those things on you which Jesus already paid for. Are you going to let that happen? Aha. I knew you'd catch on. And when you talk like that, 
it kind of bugs you. It kind of goes against the grain of your righteous indignation. Let's go to Mark, the t- 10th chapter. And then we will hear this in Canada. Mark chapter 10. It's just as devilish as ever, isn't it? Trying to hang things on you which Jesus paid for 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Notice what he says there. Among the things he was saying, he says, Whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be the servant of all. That's 44. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Notice he said, I did not come and sit around and say, you just ministered to me. I came as a servant. I came as man, as the Son of Man to serve. He washed their feet and he said, I have done it. You need to do it for each other. All of that stuff that he did was to prove that he came in a certain way as our ransom bearer. The one who is going to be offered for our redemption or to make us walk free. Hallelujah. (laughs) 2,000 years ago, the whole earth, the whole world, everything was paid for. Every sickness, every disease, every curse, every sin, every diabolical, demonic thing was already fully paid for. So the enemy has no right to exercise any such dominion of sickness, disease, poverty or any curse on anybody. On not anybody. Not one person. But he doesn't want anybody to know. You are the ones who know it. Because of the word's sake, persecution arises. Affliction arises. Because of what you know. Because he knows if this news goes out, everybody's free. His dominion, which was defeated 2,000 years ago, will be published everywhere. That he has no actual hold on anybody. It will become clear. The hold is broken, but he's a liar. And he is pushing in the emotional realm. All these emotional people, be careful about them. You must be able to draw a line between emotions and truth. Hallelujah. Be careful about these things. But you know I am going through this. But you know I am going to... Hey, the bill has been paid. The devil has been paid for. All of that mess has been settled. You don't have to bear it anymore. What are you crying about? What are you feeling about? Why are you bothered about that? Bill was paid. He hung as a serpent. The devil's nature. All of the sin. All of the sickness. All of the curse. He hung there like that. And whoever believes in him. Notice that. Nothing to do with your your performance. Whoever believed in him. Bang! Immediately, they had the life of God. They received the blessing that makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. Praise the Lord. And you know this truth. And so, affliction and persecution comes to you because of that word. To see if you will get offended, bugged, and talk kind of trash, and get your arm defenses down And allow the natural realm to come and walk all over you. Meanwhile, it's a lie. It has been paid for 2,000 years ago. Can you see that this is war? Yeah, but it is here, isn't it? 
It's about words. It's about news. It's about what are you listening to? What are you actually paying attention to? What are you actually absorbed into? I love Jesus. Don't you love Jesus? This is what is called good news. Good news. That's your portion. Good news. Why should you be fellowshipping with bad news? Why do believers have to send information about who is dying, who is not dying, and so on and so forth? What is your business with that? You don't want to be the odd guy sending good news? Why not be the odd guy and be proud of good news? He has triumphed. He has defeated your enemies. He has paid in full. My Jesus paid. Our Jesus paid completely 2,000 years ago. Nothing is remaining. He paid fully to give his life a ransom for all to be testified. Publish it that it is paid. Why are you going on like this? Publish It's over, man. Why are you bearing all that nonsense? It's time to draw a line and say, no, I'm not taking that rubbish. How can you fool me? How can you lie to me? How can you fill my head with this junk? And your body is trying to cooperate with it because it has unrenewed nature. You put your body under. You bring it to subjection. Lest after you have preached to others, you also become disqualified, a castaway. The body, you can't trust it. The senses, you can't trust it. That's why he said, we don't live by feeling. We live by faith. We live by what the word said. Don't go by your emotions. Don't go by the temperature. Don't go by the breath. Don't go by the feeling. Don't go by the looking. Don't. And you go line up in the hospital. For what? If you want, you go. But I'm never going there. Ever. Never. My Jesus paid. My precious Jesus paid with his precious blood. I don't owe anything else. That's my personal opinion. You can do what you like, but please, listen properly to what Jesus is saying before you decide. In this world, Jesus said, you will have tribulation. You will have persecution. You will have problems. But be of good cheer. I have overcome. Can you see that? So you have been put into a world that has all these problems that will try to tell you that you are like everybody else. That you also have lungs. You also have kidneys. You also have blood cells. You also need this, that, and the other. And you will say, yes, all that is true, but guess what? My life is from above. It's not from here. It's from a different kind of generator. It's from another source. It's the life of God. Jesus is the guarantee of it. Not anything else. So even if there's nothing in my body, that life will sustain me. That life will quicken me. That life that raised Jesus from the dead also dwells in me. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken my mortal body by his spirit that dwells in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. I believe you got something there. I'm getting something. 
I am feeding on this the same way that we are feeding right now. I need this desperately. Because there are storms, there are challenges for the word's sake. Because you know this. So we go back to Mark 4. And we read 17. See the ransom has been paid, you knew it. So there were people who used to live on islands apparently. I don't know as Iwo Jima or some place like that. After the war was over and everything was over, these guys still fighting, they're waiting with guns and everything. Meanwhile, the war is over. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He's waiting there. He did not know that the war was over a long time ago. That Jesus defeated your enemies. They didn't know that? You are still trying to fight? You, all you have to do is say, <laughs> thing is over. It was paid for 2,000 years ago. What? You want to hang it on me? <laughs> That's a joke. See why we laugh now? It is because of that that we laugh. The conviction that it was fully paid for and someone is trying to hang it on you, that's a joke. Only thing is, this is real. We are not in a movie. This is real. This is real. Hallelujah. You see, verse 17, have no root in themselves. That's what we need to be bothered about. How deep is your root in these matters? How deep is your conviction? So we need to work on that. That's why you and I have time now. They call it lockdown or close up or shut down or whatever. You've got time to de- develop some good roots. Say amen. Yeah, you may watch a movie now and then, but better get your root system real good. No root in themselves, so endure, but for a time. After some time, because of the problem, hey, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Just like it is in that WhatsApp. Oh, da da da, this da da Everybody's going through all these things, as long as you're in this fallen world. He's there saying, does he know that it has been paid for? Let's see. Let's put some more. Let's put some more. Let's see if he will continue to say, I know I'm paid for, or whether he'll change his mind. Maybe this was not paid for. Maybe I'm just fooling myself. Maybe I should just go lie down there. (laughs) Pray for me. Yes, we'll pray. We're praying. But the fact is, you need to know that your watch is the tail there that you have to go and receive. It's your life that's on the line. You need to go and receive it back because Jesus paid for it. You need to go and show the certificate. Jesus paid for it. My elder brother came and paid in full. I know that. Give me my watch. Kick that silly pawnbroker out. Say amen somebody. I don't know if you're getting this thing. It's doing me a lot of good. Is it doing you some good? It's doing me some good. I could just dance around here on what Jesus has done. <laughs> Jesus did it all. Jesus paid it all. He said, take communion. Remember, I paid. I paid. Just remember it again and again. As often as you do, remember, I paid for you. I paid the price. You don't have to go through these things. Check your heart and see. Do you believe these things? Do you still believe these things? Hallelujah. Alright. So from there, Jesus now, after 
training them, he said, uh, you know what, I'm a little bit tired. I've been busy, I've been praying, I'm going to sleep. So he crashes off and they're in a boat. See, praise God. And of course, the test has to come. 36, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also others with other little ships. And there arose a great storm. Not some little thing, a great storm. And Jesus is there. The master himself is there. There arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship where Jesus was. So that it was now full. Can you feel it? Can you see it? It's there. It's full. And he was now in the hinder part of the ship asleep. If a ship is full and you are in the lowest part, that must be pretty full too. Hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and say unto him, Master, don't you care that we perish? Don't you care? That we are dying. The one who said, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you lovingly, affectionately and tenderly. They're coming to him and say, don't you care? It happens. You will wonder, does he care about what I'm going through right now? Does he know about all these things? Does he even bother that I'm here? Has he forgotten about us? How would this thing happen if he cared? How would this thing happen to our house if this this care was there? Maybe he doesn't care. See, that's the root system being checked. How deep is your conviction? (laughs) Brother, I'm laughing because this is so real. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, I just want you to zero in on one thing. Verse 40. He said unto them, why are you so fearful? You see, it was like, why? Why are you so fearful? Why are you scared? Why? Why are you so fearful? Why are you scared? Why? And then he said, how is it that you have no faith? In other words, if you have faith, which you already have, by the way, you're born of the faith of the Son of God, is inside there. We're going to read that also if we can. Then you cannot accept to be fearful. You cannot. You have to say, God has not given me a spirit of fear. I refuse the fear in Jesus' name. Just like the wind and the waves, they are real. It's a spirit thing. You have to say, I refuse to fear in Jesus' name. Notice, Jesus expected that they also could talk to the wind and talk to the waves in his name, in the authority that they had. They were supposed to do that. See, he filled his words with that. And he expected that he would have what he said. 
Wind, you have to obey. Sea, you have to obey. Everything, nature, tree, sickness, everything, you have to obey. In Jesus' name. Because it is Jesus. It is Him. It is His name. It is His nature. He has not changed. Just like He was, He still is. Like He was with them, He's with you today. But He's in the spirit realm. And He's saying, why are you so scared, man? Talk to the problem. Talk to the challenge. In Jesus' name. And it will obey you. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know if we should just read 39 to 41. Aga Atanu Yiddu Gaadiyan Nu Gadarisi Samudrakke, Shantavagi Maunavagiru Yendu Heedidanu, Aga Gaadiyu Nintu Alli Dodda Shantate Untaitu. Glory to God. Matu Atanu Avarige, Yake Nivu Ishtondu Bayabaritaragi Dheeri, Nimage Nambike Illadiru Vadu Hege Andanu. Aga Avaru Innashtu Bayapattavaragi, Eitanu Yenta Manushyanagirabavudu, Gaadiyu Samudravu Eitanige Vidayavaguttavalla, Yendu Obbari Gobbaru Matanadikondaru. Praise God. We have to read at least two more verses and then we will close. So please bear with us. I know it's a little extra but these are interesting times. A ransom must be published. Must be totally soaked with the reality. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. In other words, if Jesus was crucified, you were crucified. If Jesus was buried, you were buried. If Jesus rose again, you rose again. All that was so that the old man, his nature, would be finished. So, now it is not just you anymore, it's Christ living in you. It is his life in you. We have to focus on the spirit part now. It is the very life of God on the inside of you. His spirit is inside you, his life is inside you. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, that's what is inside The same faith, quality, and expression that he used when he was on the planet. He said, I give it to you. Now you go do in my name. Just go. Wow. And you say, okay, I'm going. Oh, but I see this. I see that. Of course, you'll see all that. I feel this. I feel that. Of course. Don't you care? You can even open your mouth. Forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry. I followed my senses. Mercy on me. Forgiven, forgotten. Let's go. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice. So, back there, let's close with this verse. Mark 11. How many of you are excited about Mark 11? Man, it's just some of the most amazing stuff on the planet. Verse 22. Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God or have the same faith of God. That's what you have. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Wow. 
As long as I do not allow the doubt, the wavering, the deferring opinions to come, but I just say what I believe in the word, I will have what I say. I will have whatever I say. Jesus said, truly, truly, I'm telling you that. Hallelujah. The only caution is in 25. When you stand praying, forgive. Otherwise the devil will laugh. (laughs) It won't work for you. But if you have been walking in love, if you hold nothing against anyone, you can turn around and say, what? You are the liar. You are the cheat. You're trying to cheat me of what is mine. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Out. Leave my neighborhood. Leave my state. I am the light of the world. Darkness has to flee. Jesus made me the light of the world. I am the salt of the earth. I preserve this Karnataka. You back off in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I think it's about time to park. God cannot forgive unless you forgive. So forgive. Release that. Release every captive. The ransom has been paid. Why are you bothered now? Jesus paid for them also. Paid for every one of us. Same cross. Who forgave all our iniquities. Healed all our diseases. He hung there. Those are our benefits. Don't forget the benefits. That means it's possible to forget the benefits. Your mind can be stolen away here and there. The mind is where the war is. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The imaginations have to be captured. You have to make sure these thoughts are not running here and there by speaking the word, keeping the word in front of you. Now is the time that we need to do this more than ever before. There's a war out there and Jesus has already paid the price for your victory. I'm praying. Let's pray. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice at any time during our tenure in this land May the strength of God be their portion. Each one of us. May each one of us be counted worthy. Counted worthy of your calling. That you might be able to fulfill all the good pleasure of your goodness in each life. And the work of faith with power. That the name of the Lord Jesus may be glorified in each one of us. And we in him. According to the grace, what you paid for, the grace of our God, what you did for us, the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, let strength, wisdom, authority, dominion begin to flood our being. That we will actively refuse any other news, any other feeling, any other emotion. In Jesus' name, today. Tomorrow is another day, but today. Today, Father, in Jesus' name, this is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice. We are glad today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Thank you, team. Thank you so much for being there that we are able to do this. Hallelujah. If you'd like to give, it's a great opportunity. Let's give in Jesus' name and expect good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause men to give to your bosom. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are totally blessed. Hallelujah.